The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So welcome, welcome everybody. So before we turn on the recording, we were talking a little bit about weather. I don't know why this is a little dorky side of me. I'd love to hear about the weather. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. And it's so much nicer for me, right, to be nice here, cozy in the Bay Area, and just hear about all the other places, right? (laughs) So, but I um, saw a little video today on uh, YouTube. Um, I just learned about it from another Dharma teacher. But uh, maybe I want to describe just a little bit here, describe briefly. And it has to do with cold weather, but it also has to do with loving kindness, too. So maybe some of you guys have seen this video. It came out years ago and has lots and lots and lots of views. Hold on one second. I have to cough. Thank goodness for mute buttons, right? What did we do before that? So this, um, this video... It shows a little sparrow who's on a, um, like a pipe, a metal pipe. And the sparrow is flapping its wings, but it can't get off because uh, its feet are frozen to the pipe. And you can see that, you know, looks like maybe this is a ranch in the, in the background, um, covered with snow. Everything is covered with snow. And this poor little bird, right? These little sparrows are so small. And, you can uh, see that uh, the person who's holding the camera is getting closer and closer and that poor little sparrow, right, is trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And so um, we see this hand. It's a big hand. It's a masculine hand. Come and take the sparrow and kind of like firmly hold the sparrow. And the, um, it's, of course, the little head is sticking out. And then... Um, we see just the side of somebody's face who has a mustache going, <sighs> trying to warm up the feet on this little sparrow mm. so that the feet, right, get uh, um, unfrozen. So he does this for a while and then um, he kind of like helps a little bit one of the feet and he's still holding the sparrow and he says, There you go, little birdie. Fly and be free. And opens his hand and off goes this uh, sparrow. It's, it's very touching, right? The whole thing is, I don't know how many seconds, right? It's not uh, very long. But just this, in my mind, um, it's somebody on a ranch who's looking after the animals and sees, oh, look, here's a little sparrow that's uh, stuck and wanting to take care of it. And sometimes maybe we can relate to this, you know, maybe this idea of kindness, right? Of course, loving kindness practice, we, we, we want to have this movement in our hearts that are open and care about the suffering of others, whether they're little sparrows or other humans or other beings. And so much about this practice is helping us to just be sensitive to the suffering. Where can kindness be added where where is could it be needed like you know in order for this person to free the sparrow they had to just notice 
And then they also had to care. So part of loving kindness practice is to help quiet the heart and mind in which we can notice these things. And which we can, um, maybe, what, what, what would be helpful here? This person that was taking the sparrow, right? It was kind of a decisive move, right? If it wasn't, if he didn't hold it in a way that was tight enough, maybe it would have tried to flap its wings, maybe broken its wings, right? It kind of, kind of against the, the being in the hand of the person. But of course, if he held it too tight, right? Just, you could squish a little creature like that, these little bones. So to notice and to care, but it also goes, this little vignette goes the other way that sometimes we are the sparrows. Sometimes we are stuck and we just aren't quite sure how or why or, and we're flapping our wings doing what we know how to do doing what comes natural and uh, and it's not working. I don't want to suggest that we always need some other being to come uh, rescue us, but just to recognize that sometimes we get stuck. We, we get stuck. And so is there a way in which we can be, we find ourselves being both, being that sparrow being stuck, can we also be the person who just blows some air? It didn't require that much effort. It didn't require something new or different. But this person has air to give, right? It didn't, they didn't have to go call the some Google how to save a sparrow on a metal wire or something like this. You know, we all have warm breath. And so is there a way in which we can say, well, what is it that's inside of us that can help us, that maybe reassure us with this warm hand and blow a little warm air? Maybe maybe loving kindness practice can be that. Maybe some loving kindness for ourselves can be a way, can be just enough warmth that we can find ourselves having, okay, now we can take flight. And it's so sweet that in this, uh, in this little video that uh, I don't remember the exact words, but this man, he says, there you go, little birdie. Okay, fly away. You know, it's this, this tenderness. So loving kindness practice to help all the little frozen sparrows inside our hearts, the ones that we meet in the in the world. And maybe for those of you who are having cold weather, maybe you, there might actually be some frozen sparrows. I don't know how common this is. So with that as a little introduction, let's let's uh, let's do some practice. So just settling into our meditation posture. And just arriving 
nice way to arrive is to tune in to whatever bodily experience is obvious and readily available. Often that's the pressure against the body where it's sitting. If you have a regular meditation practice, it might just be the breath. Maybe you're accustomed to being with the breath. And that's what's it's obvious. Maybe there's some discomfort in the body that's asking for some attention. Maybe that's what's obvious. Whatever it might be, letting our awareness land on sensations in the body. In a simple and complicated way, just being with the bodily experience, how it is now. Maybe resting on the sensations of breathing. And when the mind wanders... Just very simply, gently, begin again. Without making a big story. This is what minds do. They sometimes wonder. And then to start our loving-kindness practice. 
Starting where it's easy. Bringing to mind a lovable being. Maybe it's uh, something that calls our heart a little sparrow in distress, frozen to a metal pipe, or I guess probably was a pipe. Maybe it's somebody who's really touched our life through books or teachings. Maybe somebody, a coach, a mentor. Connecting with this lovable being. It can be helpful to say the phrases to help us stay with a lovable being, to stay with our cultivating. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you be safe. May you be happy. 
May you be healthy. May you live with ease. Allowing ourselves to connect this lovable being. To connect with warmth. And to expand our loving kindness and for a dear friend. Somebody with whom we have a relationship. Bringing them to mind. Connecting with them. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.
this well-wishing that we have just naturally inside of us. Tuning into it, feeling it. Experiencing it. and expanding our loving kindness again to be for ourselves. Care, warmth, respect for ourselves. Of course, of course, we include ourselves. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. What would it be like if we were to be the person that warms our own feet 
there a part of us that can do that? Help us get unstuck. This part that we're cultivating, love and kindness. Can help get unstuck, frozen. Staying with this movement of expanding the loving kindness to include a neutral person, somebody we don't know. Somebody we don't have a relationship with. I always offer up maybe somebody on the Zoom call, somebody in the neighborhood, but maybe there's another setting in which you encounter an individual that you don't know. It's helpful if it can be an individual rather than just the generic unknown person. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease.
We all want to imagine that we will be a good Samaritan. Help others. This practice helps create the conditions in which we can be sensitive perhaps to others that need help and with wisdom to provide support where we can. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. Maybe we'll end with some equanimity practice. Help us maintain balance, set some boundaries. In this practice, bring into mind somebody who's mildly bothersome. Not the most most difficult person in your life.
we'll use this phrase. I wish you happiness and I cannot make your choices for you. I wish you happiness and I cannot make your choices for you. I wish you happiness and I cannot make your choices for you.
to end this little story that I told. It's this recognition, you know, that sometimes we're the ones who's taking care of these little frozen sparrows. And maybe sometimes we're the ones that get stuck, frozen, or, you know, not not our usual way of being in the world or interacting with the world isn't working. And maybe some warmth is what's needed. And maybe a Maybe we can come from outside of us, but maybe it can come from within us as well. So I'd like to put you into some breakout rooms. You can talk about this idea of about being both the, the caregiver and the care receiver. And sometimes, you know, we need, or we, yeah, sometimes maybe we need more one more than the other. I mean, sometimes we find ourselves um, not really sure how to go forward or what to do. So I'm going to put you into some breakout rooms. We'll be in groups of three or four. And we'll have about... Um, 13 minutes or so, maybe 12 minutes, to talk about this idea and maybe about little sparrows being frozen. Maybe just one last little balancing here. Okay. So I always say this, and I'll just say it again quickly. It's helpful to not say everything you know about this topic, long stories, but just say one thing one point and let it go to the next person and they say one point and let it go to the next person and they say one point and then it comes back around to you and now you've heard something that you hadn't heard before and maybe you have something new to say so you have a new understanding that you wouldn't have thought of before if you had just kind of like informed others of your ideas on this so if it's helpful you can go in the order of the length of your screen name Short, a few numbers of characters, you go first, lots of characters, you go last. Okay, here we go. Hi, Sarah. Oh, okay. Okay, so welcome back. Does anybody have a question or a comment or something they'd like to say after the discussion? About frozen sparrows? Sometimes we're the freezy and we're the defreezer. <laughs> Fred. 
Well, I guess I was going to say just that. It seems to me that that that's exactly my experience in life is that, uh, you know, one day I lend a hand and the next day I need a hand. And oftentimes they're the same people, you know, in my circle of family and friends, we all, you know, we watch for each other. And then there's the hand that you don't know that, that steps in and disappears. And where there's the moment that you can um, be of assistance and then vanish. And that has its own charm. Mm. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Fred. Jerry. Thank you. Uh, I, th- I guess that's, uh, I was just kind of thinking about just like reading about exercise and thinking about it in the journals or books, but how good it is for you, physical exercise, but you still have to do it to get the benefit. <laughs> so you can, you know, you can be reading about mild and kindness and, oh my goodness, it's this and that. Yeah. But until you actually do it, it like I come here at night, it's, uh, it's I think, Fred said as I was like adhesive because it takes the edge off the day that is accumulated. And I find that, I don't know if it's all in the insula, but in the part of the brain, but when I wish someone else well, just that act of holding my mind, someone that's maybe helping me, it's easy to do that. I feel better. And then I do it on myself. I'm like, oh, my goodness. What was I all upregulated about? I like it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, right. It's it's some, and with doing this practice kind of regularly, also we start to see uh, where we kind of get hooked up or stuck or snarled up or tangled up or something like this. We start to understand ourselves better and start to see things a little bit easier. Uh, Claire. Hi, thank you. I'm a little reluctant to tell the story to the large group, but I was in the midst of it with our small group when we were sent back to see you. Uh, and it had to do with my husband who went to the business school at Harvard. And that's only relevant because two of his section mates are among the wealthiest men in the world, literally. And it's not his class. It's just his little section. And they all hang together when you go to a reunion. So about halfway through, I looked around and both of these men had disappeared. They weren't in the group anymore. So I got curious and I started asking around, you know, where were Steve and, and Fred? And it turned out that both of them had been approached by people in the class who were in serious trouble. And they had left the group to go and work with these men one-on-one and help them get out of the difficulties they were in. And I was, it really struck me. I was a lot younger than how, you know, that it is really a mark of a, a great person, actually, that they don't, that they're so, they tend to be very selfless actually, and th- put others ahead of themselves. Um, so I, it was just a lovely experience. Thank you. Thank you, Claire. And maybe I'll add, it's also a mark of a great person to recognize, I need some help. Yeah, to but ask for that's help. That's when yeah. we need help. Instead yeah. of thrashing around, harming ourselves, harming others, whatever it might be. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, Claire. Okay, so it's the top of the hour. Thank you all, and may you stay warm, whether mm-hmm. wherever you are, and not get frozen to whatever you happen to be touching. So, if you'd like to unmute, we can um, say goodbye and. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Diana. Bye. 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 Bye